You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Welcome everyone to Empower Me with Aerie show. I am Pastor Erica Holmes. I go by Queen Aerie because there is royalty on the inside of each and every one of us. The Bible talks about it. it. says that we are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. And as a pastor that I admire says, once we know our identity, we therefore know our authority. I'm super excited that you all decided to join us today. We have a very, very special guest and we're going to be talking about being covered. So just the thought of um, thinking about how God has covered us over our lives can honestly bring some to tears. The thought of how forgiving he is and how much grace and mercy we get at times is unfathomable. But as we're sure, we all know the only reason or the only way that God does it is, is because he loves us so much. See, have you ever gotten into a situation, gotten out of a situation, but you didn't know how? Have you ever thought there is no way that I'm going to get out of this, but you looked up and somehow everything turned in your favor? We're going to be talking about that more in depth today with our very, very special guest. We're going to be talking about our but God moments. And so I believe this show is going to bless you tremendously. We have our special guest Lincoln Harris on the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Thank you for being on here. Please tell us a bit more about yourself. Okay. Well, uh, like you said, my name is Lincoln and I, uh, I was born in Jamaica, okay. uh, left when I was a teenager, moved to New York. Mm-hmm. And pretty much just uh, my mom moved here before mm-hmm. and uh, I went to school in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Traveled around a bit from Houston to Miami, from Miami to uh, Arizona, from Arizona to L.A. Wow. And then back to Arizona. Okay. And we'll talk a little bit more about some of the things that happened during those times. But yeah. Okay, perfect. Absolutely awesome. And so um, I, I just want to say this before we start. Sometimes some people feel like what they've gone through in life is not big or not special. But I want to let you know this, that you have so much to offer. And I'm excited that the people today are going to hear your story because, again, I believe that they're going to be so encouraged and it's going to change people's lives. And so I want to start here. Um, Again, the things we've gone through, sometimes we don't understand how we've survived those things. Um, but we know that God was with us, that his hand was upon our lives, even when we didn't know it or necessarily have had a relationship with God. Can you tell us a bit more about your upbringing, just a bit more in depth of how you were raised? Okay. Yeah. So like I said, I was born in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. I lived there up until uh, mid-teens. And when I was seven years old, mm-hmm. my mom left Jamaica to come to the States mm. in order to uh, provide a better life. One one of the reasons, another part of the reason was, uh, my, you know, her marriage with my dad kind of hit a rough spot. Mm. And uh, due to infidelity and some other things, he okay. decided to leave, which uh, was sad in some ways because my dad, for me specifically, was a great guy. Let me preface by saying this. He was a great guy. That's why I love him. We have a great relationship today. Okay. But he was a bit abusive, mm. uh, physically, verbally, and emotionally. Mm. And when my mom left, I felt like, you talked about covering, I felt like my covering left because mm. she was the one that covered wow. me and protected me in a sense. Uh, when my mom left, however, mm. uh, her cousin uh, moved in oh, okay. uh, to help us and, you know, kind of replace my mom in a sense. Okay. And then we had another person come in uh, 
she was, uh, her name was Yvonne. She was hired through mm -hmm. my dad's company mm -hmm. and she was living with us as well. So I got two moms mm. and uh, pretty much, you know, they guided us and everything. But really the, uh, the thing about it though, my dad, like I said, was very, very abusive. And at times he would say things to me like, how many times do I have to tell you that you're stupid? Mm. And it affected me in such a way that when I was in a public setting anywhere, I wouldn't speak because I felt like I was stupid. Wow. So, but, you know, we know that what, you know, the enemy meant for evil, God will use it for good. And God allowed me to become more observant in those settings where I'll be quiet, but mm. I'm observant. And that helped me so much in my life Wow. going forward. Because whenever <laughs> I was in a setting or if I met someone or when I met people, mm -hmm. I was able to read them and understand because I've seen mm. different interactions throughout mm -hmm. my life. So I know who to let in and how far they'll get with me as mm -hmm. friends or associates. Oh my goodness. That is wow. That's absolutely awesome. And thank you for being so transparent. No, seriously, because I understand sometimes when you look back to your childhood, it can be painful. Mm -hmm. And especially if some people haven't processed through what they've gone through, um, it could be hard to share, so I really, really appreciate your transparency. But just listening to just this little bit of the story, it just reminds us of how much God loves us. Right. Your mom left, but then all of a sudden you get two people right. that right. kind of help cover you two because you felt like, people. hey, the, the covering was gone. You were dealing with some abuse, but having them there kind of helped you, you know, go through life. And so um, I really appreciate you sharing that. So speaking of that, with your mom leaving, did your perspective on valuing family change? It did, okay. definitely, because not having a mom, of course, having that gap you you desire that mm. uh and i had friends that lived in the same neighborhood who had that component of mom and dad being in the house okay but you also had those whose mom wasn't there or maybe the dad wasn't there mm -hmm. but it definitely uh changed my perspective and uh allowed me to value family more because mm. like my dad wasn't really present as well mm. and i spoke about infidelity he had he was always out you know, with women, okay. and I saw how it affected my mom with, you know, just some multiple women, and it's not just him, it's like a family gen uh, generational thing, because his brothers, my uncles, they're the same. Multi wow. They were married, but had multiple relationships outside mm. of their marriage, and had kids outside of their marriage. Okay. And uh, I remember I was just saying that this is not how I want to live my life, mm. you know, this is not how I want my family to be. All yeah. my kids and my wife were going to be under one roof, and, you know, the my child is not going to go visit mommy one weekend and visit daddy another weekend. Mm. So I, I made a vow to myself to not uh, engage in some of the things that they did and to make a change to break that generational curse. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so that was, that was something that really stuck out to me to really just make sure that when it comes to family, you know, I'm living according to the way now I know that God wants us to live. Yes. No, <laughs> just... No, seriously, um, just hearing you say that is absolutely awesome right. because some people get caught up in that web. They get caught up in those generational patterns. And before you know, they got 10 kids, you know, five right. baby moms mm -hmm. and they're in a web and they never kind of get out of it. But right. it is this is how I know God had his hand on your life, that your perspective was changed back then, right. you know, and right. you didn't have really the relationship relationship with your parents more like that direct contact, but still God was ministering to you. He was encouraging you. He was saying, this isn't what you want to do. That isn't what you want to do. And you took heed to that. So I'm just, I'm just literally in awe at, um, you know, like I said, so far at, at what we're talking about. And so 
what would you say, because you have a very unique, you had a very unique situation and your testimony is powerful, but what would you say to someone who may have dealt with a parent leaving in some way, um, or either they're still dealing with that and they feel that it's affecting them as an adult still, what would you say to them? You know, I would say that it's it's never easy not having a mom or a dad in the house. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage them to try to find someone who's doing positive things, mm, like a role good. model or someone in your neighborhood, because yeah. that's what I did. That's good. Uh, my uh, neighbor, uh, Mr. Ray, great guy, uh, for some reason he took a liking to my, my brother and I. Mm. And he would always encourage us, like, don't be like these guys here, you know, in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You guys are better. I see better than you guys. Mm. And that really just reinforced me that there was something about us. And mm-hmm. he actually taught me how to drive. Oh, wow. So I would encourage anyone who is experienced in something like this. It's really not, you know, fun or it's not good when you're in that situation. Mm-hmm. But once again, what, you know, the enemy meant for, meant for evil, God can turn it around for good. So I would say seek someone who is doing positive things that you could emulate as a role model mm-hmm. and try to tie yourself with that and try to glean from them in that aspect. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so I want to shift a little bit to the moments more, you know, directly, more talking about um, how you knew you were covered. And so can you tell us about how you survived those moments that you didn't think you would make it through? You can give us one, two, or, uh, you know, examples, whatever you feel led to share. Go ahead. All right. So what are you in? We're 2021. So, 2021. <laughs> all right. So the, the statute of limitation allows me to go in a bit more detail. Mm. So uh, I told you that I moved around a lot. Of course, when I went to Houston, I went there for school. Mm-hmm. But... During those times and uh, when I moved here, mm-hmm. I was working for a company called Humana. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, in 2007, we moved in. I got a promotion to be a manager to open an office here. And three years later, when the market crashed, we all got laid off as managers. So that pretty much just left us out in the cold. Of course, they gave us a severance package. But throughout my life, I've always dibbled and dabbled in, in marijuana sales. Mm-hmm. And when I went to... Uh, California when I moved to LA Mm -hmm. uh, connected with my brother and that's when I really got deep really deep into it Mm -hmm. and we you know sold like tons of marijuana Mm -hmm. and the thing of it is when I look at look back at it I was thinking Mm -hmm. I had a desire to do that and then venture out so it was a mean to an end for me I wanted to get into business real estate investing and we continued and continued and uh until there was one day I was out, you know, we're doing what we're doing, and it's like God gave me an out-of-body experience. I remember I was in this house. Wow. And he allowed me to see around the room, and he said, this is not what I have for you. <laughs> you know, this is not what I want for you. Goodness. And I just saw everything. Like, one guy was in the corner counting money. One guy was packing up something. Like, mm. And then, you know, I just, okay. And I kept moving, and then uh second time I was driving, and, I was listen, listening to some music, mm-hmm. and you know, I had a six-CD changer, and uh, the fifth CD stopped playing, and the sixth one started playing, and it was a, a message that I got from a church I was attending before I left Arizona to mm. California, and the topic of the message was submission. Wow. And I was about to change the, the message, and I was like, like, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me, mm. and I stayed, and I listened to it. So as I can see, God was chipping away at me. Mm. So to get to your, your question, uh, there's a moment where... 
after God delivered me because my brother-in-law, we met up for New Year's Eve in New York City and upon leaving the club that we were attending, he was saying, hey, you know, I have to tell you that, you know, God told me to tell you he's got a calling on your life. Oh my goodness. And immediately when he said that, I was like, okay, that's it. So oh the next day, goodness. 2012, January 1st, I told my crew, my friends, my brother, like, listen, I'm done. I'm out. Mm. They're like, what do you mean? What are you going to do with all your money and stuff? I'm like, I'm out. So wow. fast forward to a year later, God has just been talking to me and talking to me. I got baptized in 2012, November 7th on my birthday. That's awesome. And I, God just gave me visions of things that was about to happen, but I didn't understand it at the mm. time. And it was pertaining to my brother. Mm -hmm. And I told him, you got to stop because something is not right. Mm. So I left, moved back to Arizona because God told me to leave California. Mm -hmm. And two weeks later, my brother got arrested. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he got busted with 2,000 pounds of marijuana. And, you know, uh, I started panicking because I know I wasn't that far removed. Mm. So, and uh, so the, 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 the thing of it is when I was, when I got the call, because we were wondering where we couldn't hear from him. So we got the call and sure enough, he was arrested. Oh my goodness. And I was like, okay. So I was panicking. I was going to go to my pastor's house uh -huh. and the Holy Spirit told me, no, don't go there. So I was on the freeway and as, a, as I was about to exit, there was a car coming. So I had to let that car pass. Uh -huh. And when the car passed and I looked at the license plate, it said, I will save you. Oh, my goodness. And I took Ooh, that. I was like, okay. Jesus. <laughs> okay. And sure enough, the uh, prosecutors wanted to bring charges against me oh, for money laundering. Goodness. But mm -hmm. none of that was uh, successful because God was covering me. So I give thanks to God. And it was a lesson learned. Like, you know, sometimes we chase after things and we have a desire to do things out of God's will. But God will bring you back, especially if you're obedient and listen. He'll protect you. Come on. You listen. <laughs> He Lincoln is on here preaching. I, I literally know, seriously, I literally feel the presence of God here as he's talking um, because God will transform and get the person's attention that he wants to get their attention. It reminds me literally of Saul, uh, you know, <laughs> that became Paul. It reminds me of that. And he had that moment at Damascus, but um, right. God had to do something in order to get his attention. And then he became uh, so popular that he wrote, you know, they say that theologians say that he wrote two thirds of the New Testament. And so you cannot discount, you can't tell God what he can't do. You know, regardless of what type of lifestyle you've been in, you're not too deep into it. If God is speaking to you today, understand that you're not watching this by accident. There are no accidents or coincidences in God. This is a divine moment. Right. And he is speaking to you because he wants to get your attention. He wants to keep you covered. He wants you to walk out the call that he has chosen for your life. And I believe Lincoln here that um, today that he's here on purpose for a purpose. And that is to encourage us that literally you can have a better life. You can have a better life because God covers you. This is so good. This is so powerful. I want to, um, I want to ask you, so were you, were you raised in church? And, and if not, how did you know that you were hearing God? You, because this story is like, <laughs> it's, it's almost like something that you would hear on TV and okay. out of body experience. You're not mm -hmm. even going to church, you know, right. and you're having these moments with God your whole right. life and you, and you took heed to it right. and you left uh, from my understanding, a lot of money and everything right, else. Right, right. So how did you know that you were hearing God? Well, to answer your question, uh, I wasn't raised in a church. Okay. I actually, uh, my, the two ladies that moved in and uh, my, my mom's cousin, mm, my cousin, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they were adamant about us attending Sunday school. Okay. So we had some form of exposure to the word of God okay. and to 
That's good. For the Bible, mm-hmm. excuse me. But uh, church wasn't something that we really, you know, focused on. And uh, growing up throughout the years, we never really attended church. Mm. Uh, when I moved here from Miami, for the, uh, when I got the promotion to move out here, I had two employees that were Christians that were on my team. Oh my and goodness. they invited me to church, to their church individually. And uh, I ended up going to one, which is a church I'm attending to this mm. day. And, you know, when I went there, uh, that's where I got the CD, the message, the submission from that church when I left. Oh I got it as goodness. a parting gift when I was moving to L.A. Mm. But I discovered that I was hearing God when I was in L.A. And after I got baptized, uh, January uh, 2013, I went on a 21-day fast. Mm. And the reason I knew how to do that is because of one of the young ladies that was on my team. She would do the 21-day fast with her church, and I would observe her and the things she did. Mm-hmm. And we stayed in contact because I would call her and get, like, pointers and tips on her, and she would still encourage me. Wow. And uh, she'd be like, hey, are you? what are you doing? Are you saying in your word, you heathen? You know, just joking, <laughs> she would say that to me. Oh, my so goodness. So much to the point when, when she would call, I was like, I don't want to answer her call because mm. I knew I wasn't living the right way. Oh, my goodness. But I did the 21-day fast. And uh, during that time, it's like God was ministering to me. Like the first mm. time I read Matthew, I started in the book of Matthew. And God was just like allowing me to see just the, the true meaning of his word. Goodness. And I would, you know, the day would start where I would pray. I'd fast for the entire day. Hmm. And uh, there are times when I would just take like an hour to meditate. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I was laying on the couch and I had this terrible hiccup. Like it was just like constant to where my jaws were hurting in mm. my head. And I laid hand on myself. I'm, like I said, I don't even know why I did this. I'm yeah. just like I, from reading and I laid, you know, hand on myself and I prayed. And literally, as soon as I said amen, it went away. Come on. Yeah. I felt like this, this there's something just powerful. So... You know, I knew that I was hearing God, too, because after he gave me the visions of everything that would happen to my brother mm-hmm. or that something was going to happen, mm-hmm. obviously it did. And I realized that it was God talking to me the whole time. And even throughout my life now, I see where God still continuously guides me. So now, you know, when, when I was hmm. doing that at that time, it was just more so staying in the word and understanding that God is speaking to me even through his word. Mm, oh my goodness. No, yeah. this is really good. I, man of God, I, I know seriously, I, I really sense that there's a book on the inside of you. I really sense that this story needs to go out. Yes, because some people are still ashamed or afraid to share, uh, you know, especially in that lifestyle about right. what where God has brought them from. But that's the reason why God allows us to overcome, you right. know, so right. that we can help somebody else, you know, and share and pull somebody out else out of what, what it is that we've experienced. Absolutely. So right. keep that, you know, pack that up, keep that on the <laughs> shelf, you know, and, and just let God really use you to, to right. come forth with that. And so I want to just briefly ask you about the amount of courage that it took to let that lifestyle go? Because it sounds like you were kind of in it for a while, different cities or states or according to what you were saying. Right. Um, what, like, tell us about what what it really took to just be like a little more in depth, like to just let it go, like the courage. And you, you're, around your, you're around your family and whatnot, your brother. And... Right, it took a lot of courage and it, it took a lot of discipline as well. Uh, for one, I would always say that Money wasn't the driving factor for me doing that, really, mm. because it didn't have a hold on me, per se. That's okay. the reason why it was easy for me to walk away. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, for my brother, that was not the case. But um, I would see different people around me and friends. It's like, you know the, the story. You either end up dying or going to jail mm. from this. And even those who were addicted. And I thought about 
more so the things that was happening. Like God was just working on me. I thought about the people who we sold these things to, mm. and then they would get robbed or someone would get killed behind it. And oh like, to me, I couldn't have that on my conscience. I knew what this entailed, and I knew mm. that there's a possibility of me, me going to jail, but I conditioned my mind to say if that's what happens, it happens. Mm. But I would just encourage anyone who's dealing with that to understand that, you know, God is powerful, and he's the one that pulled me away, and I really was just adamant in really listening to him and being open because I understand that this is not the life that God had for me. And he mm. told me that, and I heard him when he said it. Mm -hmm. So being addicted to whether it's drugs or anything else, praying and seeking God and even crying out to God, because there's a time when I cried out to God, like, God, what do you want me to do? Wow. Where do you want me to go? Jesus. I was leaving L.A., and I told them when I was done, I was moving back here. They're like, okay, you have no money, in a sense. Uh, you are going to another state. What are you going to do, live under a bridge? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no, God will provide. That's how confident Ooh, I was in God. My so goodness. just uh, trust in God and believe that God will see you through. And if you listen to him and just trust him with all your heart, you'll see that he'll deliver you from whatever you're facing. Oh, my goodness. No, that's absolutely awesome. I love how you are you encouraging everybody through your testimony. So thanks for sharing that. Um, so I, I want to kind of jump to the next thing. Um, I want to talk to you about... Um, of course, we know that you weren't, let me see, we'll actually uh, skip through a little things, but I want to talk to you about your faith. Mm. You're such a man of faith. And I know you, of course, I know you personally, but you're such, such a man of faith and your belief in God is so strong. It encourages me. That is a major thing that encourages me about you. What does faith mean to you and how would you break that down to somebody? Okay. So faith to me means completely having confidence and trust in someone or something. And mm. in this case, we're talking about God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, <clears throat> what really helped me over the years is going through a lot of trials and seeing how God allowed me to go through that, but tested me as well, mm. showed me that he was with me. And I just continuously believed. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. Like, I do real estate investment. I buy okay. fix and flip properties. Mm -hmm. And just recently I sold a property mm. and the neighborhood, the, the asking price was way more because I prayed and asked God, God, what should I sell this property yeah. for? Yeah. And the asking price was way more than the comps in the neighborhood. Mm. And I had a contractor who was a Christian attending my church and also uh, a couple of realtors that I was interviewing. Mm -hmm. And they all said, what are you doing? This is, this is not possible mm. because you're asking for well over 50,000 more than the, the yeah, actual yeah. comps in the area. Mm -hmm. And I told him, listen, I prayed and this is what God says. Mm -hmm. So if God told me, then this is what, this is what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. And it was hard because at, at one point I started kind of going back and forth in my mind, like, God, did I hear you right? Mm -hmm. And I remember one day I was driving in the car and I don't know, God likes to speak to me you know, through license plates for some reason. <laughs> so I was in the car and I was praying. And as soon as I got done praying, a car pulled up next to me and the Holy Spirit had me look over to my left. Mm -hmm. And on the license plate, it said, trust him. Oh my goodness. And oh. I was like, okay. So I reached out to my realtor and I told him, listen, you know, uh, we talked about the price and I understand I'm not a, an unrealistic guy, but mm -hmm. I understand that the comps in the area are saying one thing and what I'm asking for will be, pretty much a, a trend-setting price for that neighborhood. Goodness. So he said, Lincoln, just, you know, go to and trust. If, if there's anything that happens after two weeks, we'll just revisit and reassess. And literally two weeks passed, no offers. 
And then after I prayed that prayer and God told me, trust, you know, I saw trust him. Goodness. I got a call the next week and got a cash offer for the price I was asking. <laughs> and we closed, <laughs> we closed in literally a week. What? So for me, faith means Come on. trusting God completely and understanding that your confidence and belief in him is what's going to get you through. Come on. And I love the fact that, you know, the scripture says that with man, you know, Things are impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Come on. So that's the thing that I really stood on, actually, to just know that, listen, no matter what people are saying around mm -hmm. you, your conviction and your belief in what God says and what the Word of God says mm -hmm. is, what, is what stands and what matters. That is, oh my goodness, it's, that is phenomenal. I mean, that story, again, the story <laughs> is like something that you would see on TV or you would hear, but the amount of faith that you had, that's why I say you're a man of great faith. The amount Thank of faith you. you were like, God, I heard this number. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I heard this number and you know that God's not a liar. Right. So if he tells you a number, it's his job to touch the heart of whoever to come to you right. in order for that to happen. And that is just what he did. Right. That is absolutely amazing. Please, t can you tell the people um, and tell us how can someone um, build themselves to have stronger faith, you know, or, right. or stronger or have a, a greater relationship with God? What would you say? Well, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and by hearing mm. the Word of God. So ultimately, that's where I'd say to start. Mm -hmm. You read the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Someone told me, you read that Word until it gets into you. That's good. I remember when I just became a Christian, they said that, and I took that literally. And I would <laughs> encourage anyone to, that's where you start, because that's what helps you to build your faith and your trust in God. You get to know who God is mm. and what He's done throughout the years, throughout history, mm. and understand that He's the same today, yesterday, and forever. That's good. So... And starting there, and also, once again, surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded, positive mm -hmm. in their thinking, mm -hmm. that's where I would say is the key uh, position for you to stand as a believer, to see God, the goodness of God, and see how God delivers as He promised. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That is absolutely awesome. I am so grateful. I'm, I'm thankful that you came on the show, that you were a guest. Is there anything else that you would like to share before we end the show? Is there anything else that's on your heart before we do that? I'll just encourage everyone to, I know times are tough right now. Mm. Uh, people are going through a lot and it seems like the world is just getting more chaotic day by day, but just keep your faith in God, stay in your word. And once again, I can't stress this enough, like having positive minded people around you and people who are encouraging, uh, it's very key. And also being an encourager yourself to so mm. anyone who may need uh, prayer, a word of encouragement, be that light that God called you to be. And if you can't be the light, be the mirror that reflects the light. That's good. In that moment. So God bless you and thank you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely awesome uh, episode. I know people are going to be changed. I know their lives are going to be changed. And so I just wanted to just give you guys a highlight scripture. Those who may be facing uh, something similar. It could be anything like it could be prostitution. It could be anything that you want to get out, get out of that, you know, God is saying, the end is now, you know, the time for you to start to turn over the, the, the new leaf, the time for you to have a new beginning is now hold on to Romans eight twenty eight. All things are going to work together for the good. So that means if you left everything now, if God has prompted you, if he's pulling you, if he's trying to get your attention, trust him because the end, I'm trying to tell you, your future is going to be better than what you came out of. Be okay with letting it go. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. You can go ahead, go to the website regarding the shirts at www.ericadhomes.com. Keep supporting HSBN and remember to renew your mind. It is a gold mine. Thank you.
The preceding program was brought to you by the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, HSBN Television. Empower me with airy. 